Hello, hello and welcome everybody. Very excited to have everybody here with us this evening as we launch a community-led project that is part of a reducing gambling harm project that is being run by Brembank City Council. Um, it has been funded by the Victorian Responsible Gambling Foundation. And tonight I have an array of interesting people here with me who've been involved in this process. And we're going to unpack it. We're going to see the film that they've made. And then we're going to look at how this kind of work impacts in, in reducing gambling harm, but also in terms of building community connections. So I'm Liz Gabb. I work for Brembank City Council. And before we start, I'd like to acknowledge that I am coming from the lands of the Wurundjeri people um, this evening, and I would like to pay my respects to elders past, present, and those coming through as leaders. Um, I would also like to introduce you to the guests that I have in the room at the moment. We're gonna move some guests in and out during the course of this conversation, so bear with us. We've also had some fantastic technical difficulties earlier this evening, but we are going to overcome those and we are not concerned about them at all. So, uh, as I said, I'm Liz Gabb. I work for Brembank City Council. I would like to now go around the room and get people to introduce themselves. We've got people here who are involved in the film that we're going to see in a moment. We also have people who've just been absolutely engaged with the South Sydney's community within the Western suburbs and who are also absolute champions of community-led work. Um, so I'm going to work my way around the room. First of all, I'm going to go to Lydia. Hi, Lydia. You're on mute, I think, my friend. <laughs> First one for the evening. Apologies, everyone. I'm officially off mute. Hello. Hey, Liz. How hey, are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, it's so good to now, be here. I, I should tell the audience that I can't see anyone, but I yes. can hear everyone so we can have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Lydia is technically compromised right now, but mm -hmm. she's hanging in there. We can see and hear her. So, Lydia, tell us about what your relationship with this particular project is. Sure. So I guess I came on board on this project at the beginning. So that was last year in October. Um, this is a 12 month um, project, as Liz mentioned. And I was contracted as initially as a social media and marketing manager and then the campaign producer. But then as my role kind of progressed, we realized that I was doing more sort of cultural engagement um, within the community. So yeah, my role kind of, I've been here from the beginning. I've, I've done the focus group sessions. I've learned about gambling. Um, and how it's impacting the community. I've learned out manifesting within different communities in a unique way. And I was mm -hmm. heavily involved in the producing of the film, which you guys are about to watch. Mm -hmm. So yeah, heavy involvement. And it's been a it's been an honor to work on such a project for the community. Great. Lydia, I would absolutely say that you're a producer of this film. You know, you you are part of the production team. Um, alongside the range of other roles that you have played. So so thank you so much for that. Let's now go to Monica. Monica Majak from the Sudanese Mothers Coalition of Victoria. What's your relationship to this project, Monica? 
Uh, hi, Viz, uh, and hi to everybody. Uh, as you heard my name, my name is Monica Majak, and uh, I'm a person of uh, South Sudanese mother collusion in Victoria. And uh, uh, thank you so much for this uh, launching uh, gambling. Uh, my role actually is... Um, I'm a share first on mother collusion mm -hmm. and uh, in the project in the gambling launching today I'm in a I'm in a I'm a, a, a chef a chef on one and I'm uh, also a leader of the community mm -hmm. uh, uh, that uh, so you were involved I think Monica from the get-go in terms of mobilizing the community to come together to talk about this idea. Um, yep. But I also believe that um, you are actually an actor in this film. An this actor film. in the oh. film, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So you have played multiple roles um, in this situation. Yes. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. yeah. So then thank, so thank you, Monica. Thank you so much for your support you know, in this process, you've been an absolutely invaluable partner, you know, to, to get this project to where it is now. Um, I'm going to move now to Ez. Ez, I hope you don't drop out on me again because you've been dropping out during the testing uh, quite significantly. So Ez is the director mm -hmm. of the that we're all going to see. So Ez, do you want to introduce yourself and your relationship to this project? Uh, first of all, I would like to acknowledge um, all the aunties who are here um, with us tonight. I'd like to acknowledge Liz, and I would like to acknowledge Ralph and Cito Bringbang, and also the two co-hosts, um, Lydia and AD. And, yeah. <laughs> and shout out to everybody who was involved in the project. So my name is Isaldin Deng. I'm a film director, and I directed the gambling um video campaign that we're going to be watching in a minute and um as Lydia was mentioning before the process had like various students uh, we started with the focus group communities and then we had like another like just uh, kind of one-on-one -on -one talk with some of the community members such as young people older people and also just see what the gambling harm is actually doing um, in our community. And, and that's something that we literally don't talk about and we don't, um, and also we, we don't acknowledge it that exists. And uh, mm -hmm. so Cedar Bringbang and also Gambling um, Victoria and other parties who are involved just helping us through the process to identify the key issues that are happening in our community and yes we did identify and we said that the best way for us to educate ourselves and and, and our communities is we got to do it through a video campaign communities who've got like their video campaign when they actually see them themselves and see us Sorry, Ez, you're having you're having so problems community. in here. Can you hear me, Ez? You're having... 
Oh dear. And hopefully, uh, we will <laughs> if it's not many, just a few of our right. family is people i'm not sure if it's just me but is you are dropping out all the time so i'm just going to leave it there with is i knew that we we're going to have some technical dramas tonight but we'll just continue on because yeah we are struggling to hear you as at the moment so perhaps yeah i'm a little bit nervous and excited no, it's, it's not your nervousness, my friend. It's it's your internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be quite clear about that. It is not it's not you. It is your internet connection. Let's continue to move on. I'm going to go to now a Chol who was looking incredibly glamorous this evening. Um, a Chol, a Tim. I'm. I actually have to do this, a Chol. I have to say. Chol is the mother of four. She is a singer. She is a fashion designer. And now, quite clearly, you're you're an actor as well, Chol. Yeah, thank you. Um, I can say hi, everyone. I really miss you. Yeah, could you hear me, guys? Yes, we can. Yes, thank you, Elise, for acknowledging all the activities I used to do in my community. <laughs> Thank you very much. You are the one of the my role model. Uh, you're helping me a lot for making designing, and that I really appreciate you. Um, I'm I'm going to tell the audience. Uh, my name is Ashola Tim, as you guys uh, hear it from Liz. Um, I'm a fashion designer, singer, mother of four kids. Like um, I'm doing many things and acting too. I used to do acting before in my community. But it's been for a while, but now I get back for my feet, you know, to to, um, uh, to work for my community and do a good um, a good things. Like okay. um, I'm a young woman, like I have four kids and I need to encourage my uh, age mate. Uh, there's nothing impossible in this world as long as you can manage your time and you can do it. In this film, I'm a mother, and I'm the one. Uh, yes, I'm the one using to be doing the gambling. I spend my own money. <laughs> I spend my own money for the machine. You know. Yeah. 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 That is one of my. Yes. Thank you so much, Chol, and we look forward to seeing your performance in the film very shortly. But yeah, we absolutely, you know, recognize that you are a woman of many talents and, you know, and very committed to supporting your community. So thank you for that. Um, I'm gonna now going to go to AUN. AUN, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us your relationship to the project? Okay, my name is uh, AUN Awatiak. I'm an actor in this film. And I'm very happy to do that. Because this film is very short, but it's meaning, meaning a lot of things. Because mm. it's uh, helping our our people. That's why we we do we did that uh, film, and we thank everybody here to come and see this film today. And second to that, uh, I'm a deputy of Monica Majak in Mother Collusion. 
Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm a counselor too in my community. I'm helping a lot with the program. When they have like problem happening in a community, they will call me and sit down there and we solve the, the thing all the time. This is my role in my community. Mm. Thank you, everyone. Very important yes. role, UN, And I I would totally call you if I had a problem because you are a warm <laughs> and approachable a warm and approachable woman. And I, I would seek your You're counsel welcome. for sure. <laughs> for sure. You're welcome. <laughs> anytime. Yeah. Yeah. You're Thank welcome you. anytime. I'm a counsellor. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay, You're now welcome. I'm going to go to I'm going to go to a coach. Now a coach, I know you didn't have a direct relationship with the making of this film, but I know that you are very active in um in the South Sydney's community, particularly in the west of Melbourne. Um, so yeah, I'd just like you to introduce yourself and and talk about the fact that you you know that you are a supporter of this kind of work. Yeah, um, thank you, Liz, and thank you, everyone. I really like to acknowledge all the aunties that are present with us here today, and I like to appreciate uh, the wisdom that you're going to share with us momentarily. As Liz mentioned, my name is Akunya Nyath. Um, I used to work for Brimbank Council. So when the project started, uh, it was um, managed by a colleague of mine and I was um, alongside uh, supporting with community engagement. And as I moved on to um, family violence sector, I continue to be um, active uh, within the community and within uh, the work that uh, Brimbank Council does with mothers uh, collusion. I am. I would say I consider myself uh, an activist in the South Sudanese community, and an activist particularly around um, peaceful families, uh, violent-free families, and maintaining peace and harmony within within families. And I think this project is is partly uh, addressing some of those. Um, challenges that families face that can uh, can lead to um, other uh, struggles such as you know um, financial circumstances and and, 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 and and stresses. So when I he heard about the project I was uh, pretty keen to um, to be involved and to uh, support in any way. So thank you all for having me and thank you Liz for keeping me up to date though I have moved on from council. <laughs> No, but you know, you you won't you won't get away forever, Akuch. You know, you you know, you are you are part of this community, and you are part of this. You're part of this movement in terms of community-led work. So you know, you will stay engaged with that because we will we will continue to invite you to be engaged with that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to now go to a guy, a guy wheat. Hi, a guy. Would you like to introduce yourself and your relationship uh, to the project? All right. Hi, everybody. I have. I, I had. I hope you heard me, guys, clearly because my phone is just dropping mm. off sometimes. The voice. So my name is Agawi. I'm a mother of numbers of kids, and I work with Monica sometimes as a volunteer. We have a mother portion. And I'm one of them who everybody who invited me to join that movie because I was there during the thing. I'm the one who went to ask the lady, you know, because she won't ask money, you know, like, look, money, the one you're do. 
And then when we went inside the house, we found her. She was in house money, and the man was, you know, in wheelchair stock. So, and then we tied our bags, you know, giving her a hug and love, and, you know, try to just comfort her and say to her, you know, everything is going to be all right. So I'm really happy, and I'm excited of that movie. And I need, you know, to get it outside for the people who are really, you know, suffering. Uh, good, the sisters by themselves, there's a young man, there's a girl, there's everybody there who needs help. Thank you. Thanks, Sakai. I think I'm having trouble hearing you. I'm not sure if other people are because it's very difficult for me to tell. Um, but a guy I know is part of the Mothers Coalition and has absolutely been involved in the film um, both as an actor and as a supporter and will also be part of the team of mothers who are able to use the film within their communities to talk about um, reducing gambling harm. So thank you, Agai. Um, I'm now going to go to um, Adongwat. Adongwat, hello. Hello. I know that you're not actively involved in this project, but what is your interest here? Yeah, um, so thank you, everyone, um, the audience who's listening in today, and for all the lovely mothers and, you know, as for directing the film and, and uh, Lydia who produced. Um, so yes, my name is Adunwit Manuel and as Liz said, I'm not actively involved in the film. I didn't make the cut, unfortunately, <laughs> over all of these fantastic actresses and actors. That's okay though. <laughs> um, so I have worked though with everybody on this um, panel today in a different capacity. The South Sudanese Mothers Coalition, um, Akuj, Lydia, as and, and Liz. Um, and I consider myself um, heavy on the community development side of things um, and trying to disseminate that information in whatever, whatever way possible, whether it's through media, um, active work on the ground as a support worker um, and all other things. Um, so my interest in this um, film and in the gambling space specifically comes from just wanting to inform the community in any way possible. We have a lot of issues within our community, and I would say that gambling is not one that's often talked about. So when I heard about this, I, I definitely had a huge interest in wanting to understand more um, from that community perspective. So today my role is to come in as someone, as just a normal community member who doesn't know much about it, who's interested in hearing this and asking questions that I'm sure a lot of us have that aren't um, so knowledgeable in this um, space. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, A.D. Um, now I am going to throw to Ralph and I'm going to say, Ralph, let's watch the film and then we'll come back and have a conversation about that. This place has been kinder to me than the world has. Don't judge me, please. And here is my oasis of peace. 
in the midst of the chaotic desert that surrounds me. This is the only establishment to offer us a seat at the table. I sit down, roll the dice to reverse the bad hand I was dealt in life. I spin the wheel in hopes of brightening my future. This machine gives me a chance I wasn't afforded. This machine gives me hope. This machine truly gives me hope. Without pokey machines or a booth, gambling has found its way into the lives of the youth. It's just as addictive as anything they do. It's just as addictive as the games they play. It's just as addictive as the sports they watch. It's creeping in. It's creeping in. Hey, yo. Hey, you know, that's not the best way to invest in yourself, bro. Beautiful lights, soothing music, relaxing fragrances. It's all inviting. But now I see it's all a trap. The thrill, the way time stands still. It's all a trap. I'm ashamed of how unashamed I've become. Spent all my money, forgot all my responsibilities, and I've been here for countless hours. This isn't an oasis. It's a mirage that reels you into self-destruction. Community, community, community. This is my greatest wealth. My sisters, my rock, my community. Thank you for helping me. Community, community. Wow, amazing. <laughs> oh, very nice. So nice. So very nice. Very nice. Let's talk a little bit about the process of making that because I think it's really important that we unpack a little bit of, of, of how that piece of work came to be. 
Um, so I'm just going to ask you as first, how did you come up with that storyline? You and Lydia, how, how was that developed? Well, um, first of all, we, when we did a consultation with uh, people from the community, um, we gathered a few stories um, um, that some of our community members probably like experience or some other family members have experience or some other people have experience. So, um, and then when we had that consultation, um, we said to ourselves that we just don't want to make this is, um, what is it, uh, somebody else's story to be reflected, you know, and everybody just kind of see it. And of course, like the whole community probably ashamed that person. So we took a lot of stories, we just kind of collided together. And then, um, and then we figured out that John Machar, who is not here with us, um, put these beautiful words together. Um, so through the visual and the spoken words, we are able to merge the two um, to, you know, so we have like the voice of the young and also see our communities and the intergenerational gap in one storyline. And also we see the effects. It's not just the older people or the young people. It's just all of us together in some, in some way or another, it's affecting us. And, and then now this film is kind of out. We'll be able to have a discussion with, with the people within the community and uh, also with great help from um, Lydia. She was there from the start where we just kind of like sit down, brainstorm ideas um, of like how the visual is going to look like. So it's not just like a one day kind of like idea, just, you know, it took us a couple of months to get the story right. Mm, so, so interesting. Lydia, what, what, what is your reflection on the process of of coming up with that storyline that, you know, that obviously spoke very powerfully to a lot of people that are watching because we're getting an amazing array of responses. Mm. Yeah, um, it was actually a really long process. Um, there was a lot of groundwork or foundational work that went into doing this. Um, the way, when I reflect, I think about it like this, I kind of started off in the first phase of the project, which was um, really just understanding gambling generally understanding how it's impacting the Brimbank community specifically, and that's that was more statistically. Um, also then understanding um, the, the manipulative tactics around gambling, which gave context to the issue. Um, and then the next stage I saw it as, okay, now we're going into the communities. Um, we're, we're running these focus group um, conversations and we're understanding how it's manifesting in the community. We're understanding how our community views it, um, and that's further like um, equipping us to deal with this issue in the best way possible because the aim at the end is to raise awareness in a culturally appropriate way. So um, with that yeah. groundwork having been done, Ez and I were able to really like sit there and actually have meaningful and productive like brain sessions. So we're able to like, you know, pull together the different like pieces, um, different stories, like you said. And then we we really made it a point to like incorporate themes and symbols that we know um, our community relate to. Um, mm -hmm. So, for example, you would have seen at the start as who played the father, he was reflecting upon his qualifications, sitting in, in his um, wheelchair. And yeah. it's not even that he was necessarily um, disabled, but we wanted, to, um, we wanted to put across that message that a lot of African 
um, people in the community, particularly those who migrated, um, like our fathers and our mothers, uh, are really qualified. And that's why he was, you know, reflecting and looking at his qualifications. Yep. Yep. So I think Lydia's dropped out there, but I absolutely know what she was saying. And she's talking mm -hmm. about the fact that um, there are... I hope that's reflected throughout the short film. Um, but, yeah, I had a lot of um, a lot of um, pleasure working on this. It was really it was really a learning curve for me because I didn't realize until I worked on this project how deep the gambling is impacting our communities. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I, th I think Lydia, you've touched upon some things that are really, really important to acknowledge um, within this project, which are about the fact that there are a lot of people who've come from the African diaspora. Uh, clearly, we're dealing more specifically with the South Sudanese diaspora this evening, but it goes across the board that there are so many people who haven't had the opportunities that they thought they were going to have in this country. Uh, and, you know, if they've got qualifications and they've got experience and things, that hasn't necessarily translated in those opportunities. And, of mm. course, it's when you feel that your, your experience, your, you know, your skills, um, you know, what the things that you bring to the table as an adult person are not valued, that, of course... Mm. You are, you are going to feel like you know you you need to you need to take a chance on something you know mm. because you're not getting recognition yeah absolutely mm. yeah mm. can mm. i now go to um to achol achol what was your what was your experience and what were you feeling while you were playing um you know the mother who who has become, you know, um, compelled to go and gamble on the pokies? Uh, thank you for the, another opportunity you give me, Liz. Um, this film is touching me a lot because uh, we live in a community. It's a large, especially we people coming from back home and we had a culture shock and we trying every single thing. We see it's good, but anything we do, there's some good and bad, but especially in gambling, it's affecting all the community, not only the house or the family, it's entire community. Because when, when I see myself inside there, I believe I have my sisters in my age mate and oldest, they're doing practicing this thing uh, mm -hmm. in our community. Um, is really going to help them in a different way because as me, I'm doing the film, I feel like when I'm spending my money, I'm not going to take care of my family. I have mm -hmm. four kids. I can put myself there. I have kids. That little money I will get from Centrelink or any work I used to work will go all in the machine. Yeah, exactly. This thing, I will be helping others in my community to understanding gambling is not good. We need to change because more you're doing um, loving these things is is getting addicted, and it's very hard to live without uh, right. going there. Even if you have one dollars or twenty dollars, I will and coming back without mm. empty hands for my mm. family. Yeah. yeah, it actually 
like the film because um, many of my elders, like Monica, Awien, most of the ladies in our community as an African, we used to gathering. And this is a good thing. It's the kind of when yeah. she said, I'm a counselor. I really love that word because in our community, we can just go and look for help somewhere. We just all, we, we just call our elders, come and sit together and help us if there's something uh, we need to discuss or bad issue in their families, as they said. But I really appreciate um, I, um, oh, uh, who is, uh, uh, is the dean and then mm -hmm. Lydia. They really, really play a big role in that film because mm -hmm. always been more than some months to just doing this short film. It's not easy. Yeah. It's an amazing uh, film. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much at all. Um, can I come to you, Akuch, and just ask you what your response is to the film that you've just seen? Well, um, first of all, I'd like to acknowledge the incredible talent um, in the film. Uh, you're all very talented. And in my opinion, I've awarded you all the Oscars and Golden Globe <laughs> for the acting skill. Um, I'd like to thank you, particularly Lydia, for um, your, your your great knowledge and, and um, the lead that you've took to produce the film. It's incredible. Um, however, I think what really deeply touched me is um, the silence of uh, S through the whole entire film. And I think reading his silence and the way he's sitting and his reaction without using word is powerful and you can see that it's is deeply um challenged and he's really concerned about what's going on in the family but you can see he's also feeling very powerless which is mm. a position that a lot of um uncles within the community feel uh and it's the position that some of them are in but they are rarely talked about so i'm really glad and thrilled that we're not only talking about bringing gambling um, to light to be a, 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 a topic of discussion within the community, but to also see that um, the, the, the elders are having their, their challenges and the young people are having their challenges within the family. And for us to really address those challenges within the family, we need to look at it in, in a very intersectional manner and an intergenerational manner where we represent young people's voices as well as the, the, the parents or the, the, or the elders. So incredible work. Um, I can talk about it the whole night, but unfortunately <laughs> I would like to let someone else have a go. So um, yeah, thank, thank you everyone and really, really incredible um, acting skill. Thank you. Thanks so much, Akuj. Um, now I would like to go to Monica and Monica, can you tell me why it's so important that that John's spoken word at the end, it just talks about the fact that it's about community, community, community. You know, I think that was a really important message in the film that it's about the community giving forgiveness, the community providing support, 
I just wondered if you could talk a little bit to that. You're on mute, Monica. It's the, it's the, uh, there you go. Yeah, thank you so much, Liz. And uh, I'm really very glad for this film uh, because the film is really very, touch, very touching to, to everybody. It's not just South Sudanese alone because so yeah. many people are affecting outside there about the gambling. Yeah. And uh, the, 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 the way it's ending community, community, I believe for our community or any other's community that this film can, can teach us, can open our mind to what we were, we are doing because community have a, a big role to play to his members, to his people, that community have a hand. Because if, if for example, if I have an issue in my house that affecting me, and I don't have any one of my relative or anyone near mm. to me, community has to stood up with me. And community can play a big role to me because uh, if the community leave me with shame, with the, the situation I am, I will never rise up. I will never, nobody can see me. I will die inside. Mm -hmm. And it will affect me a lot. It bring a lot of problem to me. It can bring uh, anxiety, depression, can bring, even, even it can lead me to death even mm -hmm. because if I, I'm not communicated, communicating with anyone, it will affect me a lot. But if the community stood up for me in that situation to help me, I will, I will be, I will not be filled with shame. I will not be having any, 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 any anxiety. Mm. I cannot be feel sick. Even a stigma will be not in my life because they will come. And 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 uh, and and coach me like yeah. put me in the right way actually like mm. promote me in different way talk to me mm -hmm. like counseling me as for us like Yuen said it before she's a counselor mm -hmm. like in mother collusion we have a lot of counselor people mm. because especially yes. what we're doing as a mothers. We are counselor. We have to stood up with our with our young generation or any other mothers, even elderly. We have to mm -hmm. help them as a community. So community yeah. have a big role to play in its own community for for so many different ways. Have to play a big role. So mm -hmm. community have a big hand to its people because if you let people inside there, you don't know what they're going through. Mm. What can happen later on, like now in the community, there's other people ending up with stigma. They don't go to, 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 to anything. They mm. don't meet any other people because they feel bad. Because and then later shy. on will yeah. lead you, will lead you to the gambling, mm. drug, alcohol, yeah. 
you will yeah. ending up with a lot of things because you will never meet anyone or you don't yeah. feel like you have well, anyone. You feel like you can get you can get the support. You feel like you're going to be, you know, shamed or in trouble. But the yeah. reality yeah. is, is that you know, I think what you mothers have made very very clear within the South Sudanese Mothers Coalition. Yes. Is yes. that you are not there to judge? You are there to help and support. No, we we're not to judge. We have to to help because even in the topic of uh, gambling, we we don't have a say. But what we need to show to people is how we can help ourselves, because mm. you have your own decision later on, or what makes you to decide that you have. Mm. But for 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 example, for me, I can't judge anyone. I can't judge anyone because what lead that person in that situation mm. is he knows what lead him there or her. He knows yeah. that. So we have to support you and show you the right way to come mm. to, 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 to shine again because th th this thing is not the ending thing. You, you, can, you can rise up again and you can do anything again. So uh, community need to be aware about that. And thank you. Absolutely. And you are not the sum of the bad decisions you have made, you know. No one no. is. You know, I think that's super important for people to know. Um, Adonwat, what was your response to the film? Um, firstly, I'll second what Akuch has to say about, you know, nominating everyone for their awards because it was a fantastic job. Well done. Um, love seeing Ez as an old man as well. That was great. Um, but for me, what um, what I found most powerful was that intergenerational lens where there's the older generation and the younger generation both suffering from the same thing that stems from, you know, maybe different circumstances. Um, I think that the topic of gambling is not spoken about very often but when it is it is with shame and with stigma uh we judge a person um not as if they're an addict like you know with alcohol or drugs where you can say you know they're sick this is also another sickness and, and another addiction um which stems from somewhere no one just wakes up in the morning and says you know I, I feel like spending my rent money today and no one can judge me for it it usually comes from somewhere else and um, I love the beginning when it started with um, a chol throwing the bills on the ground because that is the beginning of a stress, a financial strain that led her to something like that. Um, I think the biggest thing that I saw as well was um, when the young guy that John was sitting next to, I'm assuming, had lost some money, is that gambling happens in so many different ways. You don't have to be at the pokies to be gambling. Um, you know, it's at the click of a app on your phone now what looks like fun in the sports betting world ends up being something completely different it's not just going into a casino or to the pokies for you to be losing money so i think the education um, from this film is about being aware of the different types of gambling and um, just being careful of how it starts because it usually starts small and ends up being a lot bigger than what was expected and as well, I think Lydia said something about people coming here super qualified, um, you know, hoping to live the dream. That's why they came to Australia and brought their children here. And they're left unfulfilled, shunned, you know, unable to just get ahead in life when they've done nothing wrong. So it ends up being, 
I think John also said it in his beautiful spoken word that it's the only place where you feel like you have a seat at the table, where you have an equal opportunity to everybody else around you to win some or lose some. There's no one, there's no third party controlling who gets the winnings or not. Um, and unfortunately, though, you know, these casinos or these machines or this whole thing is set to um, not let there very many people win. Yes. There is a third party. Yeah. They just there not visible. Party, but they don't care about your skin color. All is welcome to come and lose their money, yes. you know? Yes. So um, <laughs> that's the issue there. But it was a beautiful thing to see that it's not just affecting young people or it's not just affecting old people or just men or just women. It affects a whole bunch of people. So I loved the fact that the story was predominantly women um, in the older generation that were going through this because you wouldn't think that. You'd think it's, you know, men having a, a beer and going to the casino where women are sitting at home looking after their kids and nothing like that ever happens. But it can happen to anybody. So that was really mm. powerful. Mm. Thanks, Adonwa. I think you made some really important points there, um, you know, particularly about the fact that ultimately it can happen to anyone. And I think the most powerful thing you said was about the fact that John's beautiful spoken word, which I just think, oh, my God, it is actually what health promotion should be. It should be a combination of live action and spoken word because it was so powerful where he says, you know, he actually, he vocalises, this is where, you know, I felt like I had a seat at the table. That 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 says an enormous amount in one sentence, doesn't it? Really, really clearly speaks to the, the you know, to the fact that there are communities that don't feel that they have a seat at the table. They don't feel like they have the same opportunities as other people. Um, and they are and they are suffering. And when you are suffering and you feel really vulnerable, you are particularly vulnerable to quick fix, you know, and that's what pokies are, you know, super quick fix, you know, make some money right now, you know. So it's yeah, I think it's I think it's a very, very powerful um, example of how health promotion can be community led. And, and actually speak very, very clearly and directly to the people it is being made by and for. Um, I'm just going to finish off now because I think we're going to move on to the next bit of the conversation. But I just wanted to ask you, um, AUN, I just wanted to ask you um, what your response to the film was and do you think um, that it speaks clearly to the people it's intended for? Uh, thank you, Liz. Uh, I think that film is sending a strong message to the community and is sending a strong message to the victims, the ones that are going to, to, to that way for gambling. Yep. When they see that film, I think they will think about, like, if I call my community now, maybe they will help me out from this one. And I think uh, the, the the film is very strong, strong message, and powerful yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ayuan. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that message, you can go to your community and they will help you, you know, as opposed to you have to be ashamed, you know, that you have found yourself in this position. A guy 
would you agree with what AUN has said in terms of the message that you can go to your community is the one that 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 you want portrayed by the film? Okay, yes, I strongly agree with that uh, message because you know I went support we need to you know have uh, a good relationship him on those things happening. Like you know, for example, when we went inside to visit that lady about the money, we did a react when we saw her to the news, you know. We sat down with her, tried to comfort her and then we provide her with some more help so she can help her family rather than going back and fight with her because this is just like a usual thing in our community. If you wanna if you want something from something you have to fight, you know, like physical or abuse is verbally. But we mm. want to just show something different, you know, if you go and find your sister, your brother, your daughter or whatever, with me, you have to just, you know, respond back and, you know, say, okay, everything is going to be all right. We can help, yeah. you know, or we can help. So I'm um, do yeah. uh, you know, agree with, uh, with that, with that, with that, with that, with that, with that. Thank you, Agai. It's a little bit tricky for me to you completely, but I, 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 I think I understand what you're saying. Um, but yeah, I think I think that is the most important thing about this particular film is the message that that shame and guilt are not useful in this situation. It is support and understanding that's actually what's required. Um, we're going to move on to the next little bit of the conversation. So I'm going to ask um, Ralph if he could um, bring some other people in, which means we'll have to say goodbye to some other people here. So we might say goodbye to um, Akuch and AD and probably Ez as well at this point. And then we're going to bring in Joshua from Gambler's Help and, um, and whoever else is in the waiting room I'm having trouble remembering now because it's been a challenging time technically, but that's okay. Oh, it's Mabua. Hi, Mabua and Joshua. <laughs> great, great, great. Um, so, so I'm just going to, at this point, kind of move the conversation away from the film, but also um, can you, anyone who is background noise mute? It might be you, Mabua. Thank you. Um, I just want to kind of shift the conversation a little bit now to what your understanding is of gambling harm in in the African diaspora, specifically, I, I guess most of who we are talking to right here is from the South Sydney's community, though Joshua and Lydia, I think, are, are potentially from other communities, I'm not sure. Um, so. I just wanted to get a sense of what your understanding is from just being within the community on the ground, um, what, it, what is happening with gambling in the African diaspora. And I'm gonna start with Joshua. Um, Joshua is a, um, is a, a counselor with, with, gambling, with Gambler's Help, is that right, Joshua? Yeah, that's correct, I'm with uh, the IPC Health. Yes, with IPC Health. Yes. Um, so so Josh, would you just like to um, introduce yourself and then perhaps talk a little bit about what your experience has been of um, of gambling within the African, you know, diaspora and the and the broader community? Monica, can you mute yourself? Yep. Thanks. Okay. Uh, I just want to say uh, congratulations to everybody else that participated in. The production of this movie, uh, the director, Izzy, and everybody. Uh, 
it's such a powerful short movie and really sends the message that it's intended to to do um yes so my name is uh, josh i'm a therapeutic counselor i am the guy who is kind of working in the front line directly with people that are you know uh, experiencing gambling harm uh, so pretty much every day i'm talking to people that would have you know blown everything blown their monies uh, relationship breakdowns uh you know addictions and, and every other issues coming in as a result of gambling harm yes so i find this movie really very um very powerful in, in the sense that having you know uh lived and interacted with a lot of people within the african community uh there's such a stigmatization or this shame surrounding uh gambling uh and it's kind of very, very difficult for people to go out to seek professional help or to talk to people around because of the shame that's surrounded with uh, gambling and that's not helping at all. Uh, so I see this movie uh, as a really first step in sort of normalizing uh, conversations surrounding gambling in the community uh, somebody wrote a comment. I was just reading the Facebook comments here. Somebody said that uh, community support uh, is what we need. So support would come when we begin the conversations. Uh, that's Russ Samuel. Yeah, that's the gentleman who wrote a very, uh, very good uh, statement uh, comment there. We need the community. I just read it. It says very strong message. We know a lot of people who have been on that road. Having a strong community support takes away the shame and guilt. That's just spot on, uh, Russ. We need community support. And I see this movie as a step, the first step in trying to normalize these conversations. Like it's okay to talk about gambling. It's, to, it's okay to, you know, to share with everybody you're experiencing uh, uh, gambling harm. Uh, it's the only way we're gonna, you know, uh, trying to help to minimize gambling harm. So now in, in terms of the question that you ask, there, there is a lot of people that are affected with gambling in the community, but it's kind of very difficult to, to come out and um, seek professional help. And if there is people who are you know, listening or watching us tonight and you are having gambling issues or you know somebody with gambling you know, issues, there is support, it's available. Uh, you can contact IPC Health uh, will be able to support you. So it doesn't have to be you gambling. It can also be um, affected others. So somebody who is affected by somebody's gambling, we provide support and we provide, you know, psychoeducation on how you can help anyone you know uh, to uh, reduce, you know, gambling or quit gambling. Yep. Thank you so much, I think it's probably um, it's probably not known to a lot of the of the African uh, community that there are indeed counselors like yourself who are from the African diaspora. So that's really really important for people to know as well. Um, okay, let's 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 now look at um, what. What people think is the best way that this film and this message 
can be can be used within the community. I'll go to Mabor. Mabor, would you like to introduce yourself and perhaps talk a little bit about how you think this could be used, this kind of community-led filmmaking? Uh, thank you, Liz. Uh, my name is Mabor Jadol. I work with Mother's Collusion of almost 10 years now. And they've been doing fantastic work. And uh, since when Liz came in, I think the mother closure have progressed in the right direction. I also work with Center for Migrant Refugee Health. I, my background, I'm a public health practitioner. And I, in my own perspective, I think this film took me with emotion uh, because it's a real life. It depicts what is going on within the community. And again, there are a lot of influence within the community, if I would say this, because uh, there are people that have won a lot of uh, jackpots within the community. Uh, for example, we have one of the South Sudanese women uh, in uh, Canberra. I think that was 2018. She won some million of money. And that actually influenced um, uh, a lot of people within the community. Uh, to participate within gambling arena. That itself, it backfired many families in the sense of family background and uh, other mental issues and other health issues that has emerged within the community. Of course, gambling isn't about losing money. Uh, it has also effect with self-esteem, relationship, physical, and mental health, and even at the work performance in the workplace that those are broad impact that could really impact the individual or population for that matter. In terms of how we can use this film, first of all, I just want to highlight three things in the film. Uh, the way I observe the characters. When I saw Isladin then being a disabled person, uh, and it's, it's a director of the film, and then, looking at a child, you know, bringing bills to Deng, that itself show a lot of things. Uh, Deng is an old man, and at the same time is disabled. There are some set of responsibilities that we need to talk about here, the duty of care uh, within the family. Whether or not a child understand that uh, she's taking care of a disabled person, an old person at home, then she'll also be bounced by duty of care to ensure that the little that she get from settling and support that she get from that disabled person need to be utilized, you know, in a better way that would benefit the family. But that does not take its place there. When you look at the film, I told went on uh, making sure that I know she's under constant pressure financial constraint, but the only way that I saw how that she could help the family is to go for gambling. Yeah, the are of cares that we need to practice. First of all, responsibility and support are quite very important here, that each and every one of us in the community must understand that when you are faced with such situation, you know, no matter how bad it is, then you also be bound by duty of care and responsibility and support to anybody that is quite venerable. 
So that took me with emotion. I think the whole film is, is a real book. I think, you know, people that have highlighted things actually, you know, they were all correct. But again, you know, I was also impressed by Mother's Collusion, the counselors, when they came with some sense of responsibilities, ensuring that, you know, they have to bring some counseling, support, you know, to the family. That bring family intact because they realize, you know, I totally realize some, some, some of the things that she should have taken before she would have been get addicted to gambling. So I, I was impressed by, you know, mother's collusion, support that was given to the family. To answer your question, how do we use this film here? I think the film is quite educative. It's, it's very, very important that we can use this for education. Uh, we educate our families, our community members that are quite addicted to gambling. I may not say that, you know, whatever that they're doing is bad, but again, it's up to a person to weigh yourself. You know, if, if you have money that could not be sufficient enough to sustain the family, then weigh the probability whether or not will you win something for your family at the end of the day, if you go for gambling, or would you use the little that you have, you know, to support your family? Mm. And make sure that everyone has a better emotional being and better health outcome at the end of the day. Mm. So I would just say thank you very much for all characters. You know, it's quite impressive. I would say, you know, you deserve an award. And then award, <laughs> given the fact that, <laughs> given the fact that Liz is living, I think we'll still come back and at least work with Jane and ensure that we, you know, we give an award to these characters. You know, they really impress me. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mabua. Um, I agree I, with the Grammy Award. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'd like to now, now go to Lydia because I think um, Mabua did touch on the fact that, you know, addiction is a real thing in this particular environment, particularly with the pokies. And I'm wondering, Lydia, if you could just talk to a little bit about what you've learned about the nature of gambling and some of the sort of the manipulative tactics that are involved to suck people in and keep them there. Yeah, so I think that's that's where I was really shocked with this project. It was actually learning about um, the manipulative tactics around gambling and how it pulls people in. Um, so that was a that was the first stage when we were learning about that. Um, we were learning that you know from like even just the um, the music itself. If you guys go to um, these venues. And you hear the sort of music that they play. It's very like, doo -doo 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 -doo. it's kind of like music that will replicate the sound that you would hear if you're at a fair or at a carnival. Um, they also like play, um, when you're playing the pokies, there's flashing lights, um, which um, we've learned is actually intended to like um, make you forget what time of day it is. And that's, that's why a lot of people end up actually spending hours on end and forgetting how long they've been there for. Um, but the thing that really shocked me is actually the the way in which you can become addicted to gambling or the addictive nature of it so it's not that you're actually getting addicted to um, the outcome of winning or losing you're actually getting addicted to the anticipation of winning and that's that's really scary because um that anticipation of winning will always be there you know you can never kind of you can't ever like reconcile that you'll always 
um, have an anticipation of winning. So it's it's really it's really scary in that sense. Um, it's hard to kind of mitigate it, and I feel like a lot of people actually step into gambling from a place of vulnerability to begin with. Um, and going back to your um, earlier question about you know within the context of the African community, well, you know I've reflected that a lot of us like we haven't yet accumulated generational wealth. There's not a lot of generational wealth in the African community. And that's obviously because, you know, we've recently migrated here and we're first and second generation um, Australians. And with that, I think a lot of the youth are desperately like concerned with changing their parents' situation or, or giving back um, because their parents like really sacrifice for them. Um, and when you're, when, you're, when you're operating from that mindset, you're, you're kind of really vulnerable. Um, and that's just one scenario. Obviously, a lot of people are tied up in other issues. It could be domestic um, issues. It could be mental health. Um, but yeah, gambling is is quite manipulative. And it's really important to know that before you even consider doing it, because um, you can very easily um, forget that. I think we're, we're all capable of falling into this addiction because we all have a human mind that's capable of falling into that thought pattern. So um, yeah, we're not... Anyone that falls into it isn't especially, you know, silly or, you know, anything really. We're just all vulnerable and we just have to be careful and be aware of things going into it. So I'm really happy we're having this conversation. Thanks, Lydia. I just want to go back to Josh. Um, Josh, you know, perhaps you can speak a little bit more to the sorts of things that happen, um, yeah, to the mind um, in the way that pokies particularly groom people to keep coming back? Okay, good question. It's a whole lot of things. Um, if you're dealing with the mind, uh, first of all, um, would like to acknowledge that gambling is uh, an addiction in its own right. Um, and if you check out um, research that has happened surrounding the mind or the brain, how it behaves in terms of um, when somebody's addicted. So if you compare every other addictions like cocaine and other drugs, uh, it's very close to what the mind would do uh, for somebody who is addicted to gambling, right? Now, in terms of uh, things that would enhance that, it's a whole lot of things. So uh, I think Mabo mentioned about mental health so it can be either ways you have a mental health that would uh, exacerbate the you know gambling addiction or gambling itself would lead you into the path of having mental health so and uh, these are some of the things that we want to check and screen when somebody uh, meets a counselor just to make sure what else is behind gambling uh, now, in case you're listening to me live and you're wondering, um, so not everybody is into gambling because of the mental health. So it, it's a whole lot of different reasons. Uh, other reasons would be simple, simple reasons like just boredom. Uh, you just bored, especially in this, you know, current situation, uh, the pandemic. Uh, people just, you know, in their homes and there is nothing much to, to do with their time and uh, they'll be on their phones and gambling online. And uh, uh, the research shows that there's been a lot of gambling happening online during this pandemic. So it can be um, simple things as, you know, you know, just boredom. It can be, you know, relationship issues, 
so you just want to leave your house and and just go have some space somewhere and you go to the venue the local venues uh it's nice there there's you know uh, there's food there you can eat there's you know there's music um and sometimes it's also the sounds of the machine uh, uh for those that are gam that gamble there would agree with me that you know sometimes at home you you can literally hear the machines you know uh the sounds and the lights and it's the environment everything is tailored to you know, to enhance that you know to feed into that addiction so there's a whole lot of things that goes on in terms of uh the mindset uh it's also uh actually mentioned about uh was that cultural shock so people would have migrated to australia and then experienced cultural shock and they're trying this and that and that and they end up you know um gambling uh, so when they start it's exciting because maybe there's their first win and they feed into this idea this belief that they would continue winning and winning every time they go there and before they realize uh, they're not winning and they've literally lost everything so it's a whole lot of things that goes on or in terms of their mind and when we are supporting uh, people who are struggling with uh, gambling uh, so obviously i work from cbt cognitive behavior therapy so we're looking at the cognitive the mind so we're looking at the belief so what you believe can usually you know have an influence on uh, your thoughts, you know, actions, irrational beliefs. So one example of an irrational belief is where somebody believes that they could have a living and earning some money through gambling. That's sort of an irrational sort of uh, a belief. So we try and challenge those in that irrational, you know, thoughts, you know, uh, uh, going on. Uh, so it's a whole lot of things that are going on uh, in terms of um, the mind. Uh, it can also be that you grew up in a family where gambling uh is normalized so everybody around you is gambling your dad your mom you know uh, your siblings everybody's gambling so you it's normalized so you don't see anything wrong with it and then before you realize uh there is so much harm surrounding your life uh relating to gambling um yeah i can go on and on there's so much you know happening on the mind um however uh, i think what I found personally working with uh, uh, that are affected by gambling harm is um, not knowing where to seek help is an issue. Probably they know, but I should put it this way. Um, shame, you know, uh, shame to go out there, uh, that just makes it worse. Uh, so current statistics show that about 10% of people that are gambling will go out to seek help and so we've got the whole 90 percent of people out there they're still gambling and probably living in denial uh not really you know um uh, believing that they have a gambling problem and then only 10 percent will go out there so i find this project this movie and a really awesome project in terms of uh the campaign itself uh, it's a short movie and uh, sends a message and people can relate straight away with what is happening in the movie. Uh, the impact is is powerful and 
for the people that are behind this project, it would be a good idea to just keep these conversations going in the community because that will help to uh, that will help to you know people that don't know there is help there they will you know come out to seek help and those that are not that aware but probably shame they'll don't know it's okay for me to go out there and seek help yeah thank you thank you so much josh i think that's super important and i just wanted to come and ask you a chol um would you have known prior to this project where you could seek help if you had a gambling issue would you would you have had any sense of that um, thank you, Elise. Um, for me, I have so many people who cross to me and in the community, which makes me talk everything is the entire community. There are many people, even that time when I was trying to engage with media, I told them I have some of uh, a young woman my age that is struggling in this manner for the family. If they saw me on the video, maybe they would me take me wrong. Even uh, maybe some um, Jane and uh, Isadine, I told them. But yeah. at the end, I make my decision. It's not for any. I don't see is a um, a problem for somebody who is struggling in that uh, gambling issue. Is for us to do something as a support and show them that it's not our culture as an African. We have many things we do in back home, but it's not in that stage for that gambling in this country. See now the phone, you can just use it as your home in pandemic time. You lose your money and you can go to work and it's affecting uh, a lot for us. Uh, for me, when I see myself in the um, this short film, I see myself like uh, I'm the one who is doing is doing gambling. Actually, it's not just pretending. I really feel it, and I, I look like it's, I'm the one doing it. It's not because of uh, I'm acting. I just need to tell them how we struggle, we're going through um, uh, as a community or young woman, like a community. We have like a small part of um, a film. I need to encourage. Uh, the mother collusion and I need, I need to appreciate them for what they have done. We have something like a community gathering. We're collecting money from some women. Yes. Yeah, keep going. Keep going, Ochoa. Yeah, Tell us about that. I have noise background. I just need to shut them down, but it's okay now. Uh, I said I really... I need to appreciate the mother collusion, the, the role model they do it in this film. Uh, as a community, Sudanese especially, we have something we say gathering, sanduk. I'm the one collecting money and I eat the money. After I lose everything, like I, I put them in the machine, but when they come back as a community woman, they say, don't worry. They take from that money actually and they give me some for help. And that is really amazing uh, to have a, a good and uh, a large community having gathering or they have uh, good communication in the community. Like I, must, I said before, when I came to this country, I don't know nothing about this country. 12 years ago, 
I don't know how to speak English. That is another problem. But now I engage with the community. I used to go for the community stuff, like bring back city council when I'm living there before. I get encouraged from the different nationality, like Aboriginal, like many, many, many different background of uh, communities. For the gambling, I believe that it's not African only, but we have a large community in Australia, like as African Pacific um, to help our community. But I believe the other communities, they have the same issue. Um, I, I feel this film will educate some of the youngers and the other adults too, like mothers. They are already in being in this thing. There's some mm -hmm. of our Sudanese community. Uh, I have, they have a little bit of um, um, different because of the background back home, people is scattered, but now they come together because they're peace in back home. And I believe this one will be going viral everywhere for some of the stage of the community. And mm. I really I think just my problem here is just to put this sentence in, <laughs> in, you are doing, in the- You are doing very well. Actually, yeah. but I'm struggling to uh, put the things together, but I'm really impressed to be in the film as yeah. uh, one of the young women and uh, as a designer singer to just educate my community. Mm. Thank you, thank you, Atoll. We really appreciate your, you know, your your belief in what you were doing in terms of understanding how important it was that you embodied that role, you know, um, and that you could show the shame and then the forgiveness and the and the power of that. And I think it's really interesting too that idea, um, which is not commonly known to to um to certainly to my community to a white australian community of that collective putting together money you know and 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 people working together to you know to support one another by collectively putting money together so you know i think that's it's interesting too just in terms of the the level of community that exists within the south sudanese community and other communities as well and certainly one of the things that you know we are absolutely not suggesting um, through this project is that it is an African problem. We know it's it's far, it's it's very spread, very wide, and all communities, you know, are affected by gambling harm. But of course, what we do find as well, which is also quite disturbing, just as a thought, is that the places within um, within our communities that are that are doing it harder in terms of lower incomes higher levels of unemployment all of those things are where there are more pokey machines why why would you say that was joshua do you want to say that again sorry about I'm the poker just, machine. i'm just saying why why is it that um that pokey machines are more concentrated in areas where people can least afford to lose their money that's a very good question. Um, I've all, always asked to. So I had an opportunity to, to be part of a team that was writing, um, I'd call it an objection to the installation of some, you know, uh, 
I think there were 70 poker machines, somewhere around 10 at the area. Um, and that was our argument in, in this uh, objection to, uh, for the council to grant uh, license to, to install those poker machines. Uh, it's quite amazing that, uh, quite interesting that the, the, these areas, um, I'd say probably low income or status uh, areas, uh, communities where people are doing it tough, uh, for some reason, uh, they choose these places to, uh, I'd equally be interested to know what's the criteria, what do they look at in terms of if they're going to install, you know, uh, these machines in these areas. Uh, there's a comment here from Ian Ferreda. Hi, Ian. Uh, it says, poker machines are selling hope, hope to improve your financial situation. Absolutely, that's spot on. Um, this is exactly what is happening in these areas. I think because of the, the, the level in terms of their, their social status, if you put a machine in a place like that, um, obviously there's going to be business um, because of the hope uh, that this brings uh, to the community. Now, I'm not sure what, what's their criteria, if at all they're looking at all these things, um, or they have, I'll equally be interested to see what, what's their guideline. Um, but from, the, from a business perspective, I'd say, uh, probably because more people in these areas will access the machines is the reason. Yep. Exactly right. And I think Ian, Ian nailed it there where he said, you know, it's where people need hope. Um, so, you know, the further the further down you are, the more desperate you are, the more likely you are to, to look for a solution no matter how absolutely hopeless it is because as we know that um, those machines are designed to, for people to lose. Isn't that right, Josh? Yeah. 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 They'll let you win for a little while, and then you know, and that's that's over. Um, I'm interested to know, Monica. I might get you to mute, Josh. I think there's a wee bit of background noise there. I'm interested to know, Monica, how you think you'll be able to use this film as part of the Mothers Coalition activities. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The thing is, the the, the film is really uh, very impressed and intend to use it to be in a mother collection activity. It's really impressed because we need a lot of mothers or a lot of family to understand about the the, the gambling because. <clears throat> Oh, this this film is very in touch. There's a lot of people saying it. We really, uh, the way I saw it that before when when we see when you when the the play, film has been played, uh, I see like it's it's true it's true film because this film needs to be to to be played all the time to the communities. And not even only mother collusion by itself, right? To a lot of people, because the film is is teaching us a lot of things, and and it is very emotionally because when you go back and see 
to some of people who are really doing gambling, you feel you feel there is something there because you need to help, but you can't help. What's going on? So they, they, you need to help, and you don't know where to help. As I can see, what the the word uh, John Machar put, I love it because community is everything. As he ended, community, community, community is everything. Community has power to 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 empower these people. So, as a uh, the chairperson of Mother Collusion, we have a lot. Like we have a lot of thing to do with the mothers. We need to help. We we need to empower mothers. We really need to 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 to, to have hand outside there to 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 prompting a lot of mothers who are really struggling in our community. We need that because without anybody, people are here. There's some people doesn't have any relative here. But when you pull into that situation, it it pain actually and will food you to a lot of pain in your heart. But if community jump in from there to help you you will you you will help a lot of people and the first one you help will feel like i have my relative my cousin here around me so community has hand to do this to help prompting other people help those who don't have any relative in this country because I myself, I feel like that when I, when I had something, when I have something, and it's very deep in me, I feel like I don't have nobody in this country. But if the community stood up from there, I will feel myself I have. I will never think about my relative or my sister or my brother. I will feel I have somebody near to me who can help me. So community need to wake up to his people, need to shine to make everybody to be alert that community have power. So community is very important. For me, as a, uh, a chairperson of Mother Collusion, I'm definitely there. We have people who can do counseling as a, a center mm -hmm. for migrant and refugee. It's a mm. part of Mother Collusion. He's mm -hmm. there to do a lot of counseling. We have a lot of members who can help in different way. If there's any way that we need to help, we can, we can help people. So mm. I thank you so much, Liz Gap. You stood with us a lot. Seeing you, we, 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 we did partnership. You really stood with us and we do a lot of things. And I hope we will do more than this in the future. And thank you so much. We absolutely will, Monica. Um, but I would like to just give a shout out to John um, Mashar, who wrote the spoken word for the piece, because I think it is particularly powerful. And um, mm -hmm. Jen Sharman, who was the coordinator of the project, and I were yeah. talking about why, why it was so powerful. And, you know, I think for me, it's about the fact that the South Sudanese community is an oral tradition, you know. They they love to storytell. They love to talk. They love to share. 
and um and and often I've been very moved by the fact that people will talk in a way um, that is poetic, you know, that is that is very powerful and meaningful as storytelling. So I think John really nailed it there, and I think it's something that um that should be utilised in health promotion a whole lot more is the combination of of you know of spoken word because I think it it's it's very powerful and meaningful. Um, I think what we're going to do in a minute is see if there's any questions that we have from anybody watching at the moment. Um, so while we're waiting for some of those questions to come in, I might just go to um, Mabor and just ask Mabor, in terms of uh, your understanding, Mabor, what opportunities are there, particularly for the South Sudanese community, to access counseling in a way that is going to be culturally appropriate and 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 meaningful and useful for them uh, thank you liz once again i i think dodge have spoken about the role that is playing in ipc and i and the role that will also play within the Center for Migrant Refugee Health. I think it's a great opportunity. I having this often discussion, I think the issue of stigma should be abandoned, you know, by the community because I we've realized that you know the more we close things without having open discussion, the more people fear to assess services. And then I, and that comes with a stigma and shame that whatever that you do, if you go for counseling, then uh, your the information might be taken out you know, to the community to hear about what you're doing. But you know, with uh, this discussion that we've done tonight, I think that opened the doors uh, for services that we can do in terms of counseling and in terms of referrals that uh, individuals could get and support within the community. Uh, I think what we need to do actually is to continue, you know, conversation like this. Uh, we'll not only be limited to this uh, project alone, but as Monica said, we need to continue with such projects so that we educate community and be able, you know, for them to understand the impact the effect of you know gambling and as we do so in the long run community will open up you know for services that are quite you know available outside there so i would say you know the more we're open you know the better we are in a position to re-educate our community and so accessibility services uh that's what i would commend thanks thank you Thank you, Mabua. I think, yeah, it's really important, isn't it, that these conversations are about opening up um, the opportunity for people to seek counselling if that is, you know, if that is something that is going to work for them. I think I'd just like to ask Joshua um, because it's also, you know, I, I think it's unusual, Joshua, that um, that we, we haven't seen so many counsellors from the African diaspora who are operating professionally in the counselling capacity. Obviously, people like AUN and, and the Mothers Coalition are doing that in a community capacity. 
Um, but what, what's your experience of supporting um, African community members to actually seek counselling, which I, I think is sometimes just a bit outside of their experience? Uh, yes, so there's one uh, important thing in particular, I think Mark already mentioned it, that I found is um, uh, privacy, you know, the fear that um, the community will know uh, about their gambling issues. Uh, that's it's really high in terms of um, stopping a lot of people to attend to seek professional help. And what we do um, is, so if, if there's somebody out there, you listen to me right now. So your confidentiality, like is very, very important. Uh, so when you come for counseling, we protect everything that we're going to discuss. Uh, the only thing that would disclose is when somebody says uh, they would like to, um, you know, end their life or, you know, suicide or if they're planning to harm somebody. Uh, those are the only, you know, two extreme situations uh, that, you know, as a counselor, as a professional counselor, I'll be obliged to, to breach confidentiality. But then I'll discuss it with you first uh, and explain uh, what I'll be doing and, and, and how it would look like, you know, um, involving uh, a third person to help, you know, support you. So in terms of confidentiality is very, very critical. And I think uh, it's pushed back a lot of people because there's a belief within the African community. Uh, partly I think it's because of culture, you know, so coming from a culture where professional counseling uh, is it, it's, it's a very new thing um, for most uh, that have migrated to, to Australia. Uh, they would have not been through professional counseling. And um, there are things like uh, if people know that I'm attending counseling, they'll think I'm crazy or something. You know, there's a whole lot of different things going on in terms of uh, the community. And I think this is true also not just for the African community, but also in other communities, uh, particularly I think Asian communities would share similar sort of, uh, yeah, but I would say, uh, this culture is slowly changing, uh, particularly to those that are second generation uh, in Australia, it's uh, changing. Uh, but a few uh, uh, clients from the African community. Um, but I think with this conversation that started in the movie, I think it's a good way forward uh, in terms of um, normalizing uh, this conversation and also normalizing the fact that it's okay to go and talk to somebody uh, about, you know, gambling. Yep. Thanks. Thanks so much, Josh. I think, um, you know, I think this film, ha I think, has an opportunity to be shown in a range of situations. Um, I think some background noise there. Can anybody mute if they're not muted? Uh, but I think, you know, I think there's opportunities for this, A, to be shared, obviously, shared on, you know, on, on social media, um, but also I think opportunities for, um, for, for mothers, for other people, exactly. Somebody has just come in saying doctors' waiting rooms, community centres, Saturday language schools, um, absolutely. So, you know, there are lots of opportunities for this kind of work 
to be, you know, further um, disseminated into the community and for the community to be able to see it and then have a conversation about it. I think the plan is with the work that we've been doing is that the Mothers Coalition will also do some training around how to use the film in a different, uh, you know, a different range of circumstances and um, be able to talk to and support people um, with the questions or the issues that may be raised. I just wanted to see if uh, Kutch and AD were still in the waiting room because I just wanted to bring them back for the very last bit of this conversation because I think what's super interesting about this particular kind of work is how community-led it's been. You know, it's been completely community-led in that the ideas were generated by the community, the filmmaker was from the community, the producer was from, you know, the, the broader African diaspora as well, the actors are from the African diaspora. It is absolutely about the way in which this community wanted themselves represented to talk about this particular issue. And I just wanted to get a sense of what that means to people involved in this kind of work. And I know that Akutch and AD are involved in community-led work as well. So I just wanted to get a sense of, of what you think is important in community-led work. Um, I'll start with you, AD. And what are, the, what are the challenges in doing this kind of work, do you think, with the community? Thank you, Liz. Um, so a lot of my work and a lot of my passion lies around bridging that interracial, uh, intergenerational gap um, between the older generation and the young people here in Australia. Um, and I think this film was amazing in highlighting how it affects all generations. Um, so I think it's really, really important to use to continue that conversation between the older and, and the younger and tell them that they have common ground and um, this issue affects not only one particular group or, or gender or age, um, but it can affect anyone um, at any moment. So like my board said earlier, this is an educational piece. You know, it's not just for entertainment purposes. Uh, it was very entertaining, but it's very educational. And I think um, it's a great way to start a conversation um, I think someone said earlier as well, in our community, in our traditions, um, that oral um, teaching, you know, is how we pass down knowledge and, and the visual stuff as well. Not so much in writing academic pieces and, and long journals um, and things like that. So I think taking it into conversations like any of our sessions that we have with the South Sudanese Mothers Coalition or in... Um, groups where young people are and showing these videos and starting the conversation about, you know, have you noticed these things? What are some um, issues that might push someone um, to start thinking about gambling, um, to start thinking about, you know, when fun turns into something more serious, you know, it might start as a quick horse race bet or a sports bet and how that can grow into something. It's not necessarily that, you have to be pushed against the corner um, and have bills and all of these kids you need to take care of that you'll fall into such a trap. Um, so it's very educational and I think it just starts off a conversation and film is such a great way to do that in a non-intrusive, non-threatening way because I'm a big believer in 
positive reinforcement, not the negative where you come and lecture people. Um, so, yeah, I think it's the perfect way to start that conversation within the community. Thanks, A.D. Um, Akut, is this something that you would use, you know, in your other your other guises, both as a, a professional in the family violence area, but also as a, you know, a, an active community member in the South Sydney's community? Yes, yes, um, definitely. Apart from me wanting to echo everything that AD said, I think it's a, it's a really powerful uh, film in, in terms of um, the, the, the wealth of knowledge that uh, Brimbang City Council have tapped into within the South Sudanese community. Uh, I, I am very passionate about uh, doing co-design projects, um, projects that are led by the community because I think there is so much wisdom and there's so much experiences for, within the community that sometimes are not um, communicate to the outer uh, world or to services because it's often the other way around services coming to offer services to, to the community. Whereas if you invite the community and say, this is the idea we have, use your resources, use your knowledge, design it the way that you think will be most effective in your community. I think we can really uh, go a long way with, with this project and with other potential project coming up. And I think, uh, you know, issues or challenges that are facing African communities and in particular South Sudanese community are all interconnected. So like you mentioned, Lisa, in, in my work in the family violence sector, there's always a large element of financial strain that families experience and that financial strain sometimes cause uh, friction in the family, which leads to family violence and so many other things. So addressing um, these little pockets of uh, challenges that the community face can actually lead to um, us reaching us, uh, us uh, leading us into a future that um, that is a bit more uh, heal and a bit more um, uh, karma in, in in the way of um, family when we talk about family dynamic because I think um, we cannot only look at you know one issue like the criminal justice system or uh, the social work system or the counseling system. I think they are all connected and addressing them. Um, you know, a, a different part of the puzzle of those issues, I think it's really um, will help the community and the professionals that works that work with, with the community. So I would, let, again, I would like to say thank you so much to um, all the actors. You've done an incredible job and uh, Brimbank Council and um, Gambling Harm uh, Australia, who've supported the project. I think it's an, an amazing project. And I think there's a lot to be learned by other um, organization or by other potential project leaders that there is wealth of knowledge within the community uh, that needs to be utilized and that needs to be really um, strengthened so people in the community can feel empowered and given agency to lead uh, projects that have a lot to do with challenges that they face within the individual community. Thank you, Akuj. Um, Augustino has just written a, a, um, a question asking if it's possible to translate this message into various African languages or dialects, given it's such an important topic. Well, I think that's probably, you know, that's something that we need to think very 
deeply about in terms of how we can uh, further disseminate this information, but in a way that is also going to be, you know, going to be understood by other by other African communities as well. Um, so yeah, so you know, obviously these things are challenging because there are many there are many languages and dialects. But certainly, I think it is something that we could look at in terms of whether or not we provide some either subtitling in other languages, or you know, or you can actually, um, you know, you can listen to it in another language and watch it. Well, that, those are the things we'll need to investigate. Um, but yeah, I think I think um, very very valid very valid point, Augustino, that um, we've got a great resource here. If we can spread it even further, that would be better. Um, and um, I guess it's about also just encouraging other funding opportunities and funding organisations, but also other city councils as well, to allow your communities to lead this work. You know, they know, they know what is going to work for their community. They know what message is going to land and land well. They know how to do it in a way that, of course, you know, um, governing bodies don't. So I think that's a super important message from, from this evening. Unless there's another question very quickly, I am going to suggest that we go and watch the film one more time and then we're going to, um, to sign off this evening. I think it's been a fantastic conversation. Um, it's been really, really, really useful in terms of unpacking why this particular kind of work is important, why gambling harm is important, that we all acknowledge that it exists in every community um, and what we can do to support people when they are experiencing um, that kind of harm or their family members are experiencing that kind of harm. So unless there's a question that comes up very quickly, I'm going to thank everybody uh, for their participation this evening. It's been a wonderful conversation and it's been fantastic to see how many people are interested in this conversation as well and interested and supportive of the fact that community-led work like this is the way to address some of these issues. Um, does anybody want to say a final word before we go to watch the film again and then go off into the rest of our evening. Oh, thank you, Lily, for that bit of positive reinforcement about my hosting. There were some challenging moments just because the technically things were a little bit awry from time to time, but um, it's been all good and I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, who wants <clears throat> to think? Me. Me. Um, all I wanted to say was just keep the conversation going. You know, don't let this be the first and last time you hear about it and put it at the back of your head and that's it. You've learned your piece of knowledge for the night. But continue the conversation. Ask your friends, you know, ask your family members. Have you ever had trouble with this? Have you ever even thought about gambling? You know, what would it mean um, if, if this happened to us? Um, just keep the conversation started and you never know who might reach out or who might disclose something that you never knew before and you can be that support person for them. Yeah, Liz, can I just add something? I just want to thank each and everyone and uh, thank you also. 
he was with us the other day when we doing film for all day and she was amazing very calm person and uh, she she did his work really so we have to appreciate uh, jenny and uh, Joel for giving us his place last time to do this film and what i just want to add to our people or to those who are watching this this film especially south sudanese community uh, i can say you, you are not alone we are here for you and if there's anything that you're struggling with it if, even though you're not in the government to others other service that you want or anything that you know need help you just raise rise up and then people are here to help you because we don't we don't want anyone to be suffer alone we know in this uh, situation now everybody is suffering but we need to join hand together and support each other. So I just want to encourage you and to be with us, please. Don't forget, don't don't say you are alone and there's people here who can help. There's a lot of services. If you have any problem, you can be help. So for young people and uh, young mothers, please don't struggle by yourself. Mother Crucian is there to help you. We have. Uh, uh migrant migrant center migrant refugee center to help in 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 many different way so you you when you just be quiet inside or just isolate yourself and say that you'll be fine you're not fine but when you raise up please let just like to 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 be active like be raise your your come up with your support or you need support just say i need a support don't don't be don't be shy or don't be uh don't be isolate yourself inside we need you outside and you need we need you we can be helping you that's what i just want to add and thank you everyone monica I think that is the perfect place to end though. I think a child needs to say something and then we'll go to the film. But honestly, that is a wonderful, wonderful way of summing up what this project and other projects that we're also, you know, involved with the, with the South Sudanese Mothers Coalition is it's about not being alone. You know, it's you're not alone. There are people that want to help. There are people who are not going to judge you. Um, it's so important that that, that particularly young people, but yeah, also mothers on their own know that they're yes. not, they're not, they don't have to suffer alone. I'm going to throw to a chol very quickly, a chol, and then we're going to head out and watch the film one more time. Yeah, I just need to thank everyone, everyone in that film and uh, the, this, uh, the moment. I just need to say for my viewers or my community, we don't need to be, um, we need to be a, a positive people to encourage, not discourage them. That's the only one, uh, one word I can tell them. We need to encourage, not discourage. When we get somebody who is coming from gambling. Thank you. Uh, just, just quickly, Liz. Uh, yes. yes I sure. Just, just want to provide a number in case somebody is watching this, listening, and they. Uh, wondering uh how do i talk to somebody about my gambling uh mm -hmm. you can contact us uh at ipc health i'm going to provide mm -hmm. our number it's um 
9296 I'll read that again if you want mm -hmm. to talk to Ansela at IPC Health. That's 9296-1234. So if for some reason this conversation has raised something for you and you'd like to talk to somebody, you can find us at IPC Health. We have IPC Health Center in Autonomidos, St. Albans, in Wyndham Bell, uh, and also in, um, did I miss one center? But if you're living around these areas, um, please uh, get in touch with us and we will support you. Super important. Thank you so much, Josh. We also want to ask if people are able to, anyone who is interested in doing um, a very short survey to evaluate this project. We're very interested in what people think about this kind of work. We also want to collect as much information as we can so that we, you know, that we understand too what it is that is working in this situation, what it what it is we can do better. But um, I think what I'm gonna do, I just wanna can I get you to mute Josh? I think it might be your background noise. Um, I just want to ask Ralph if he's able to put uh, the link up um, to the survey that, that is that is available for people to respond to this kind of work through. Um, we'll also post it on our socials, I think, again tomorrow. Um, and this piece of, you know, this conversation and the viewing of the film, et cetera, will also be available uh, pretty much straight after we finish this evening. Okay, so Jen is going to put it up on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, so the, the link to doing the survey uh, just to you know, give us information and support as to what you have thought about this particular piece of work and this process would be really helpful to us. Um, big shout out to Jen Sharman, who was the and is still the coordinator of this project. She's done a fantastic job. Uh, she's brought a lot of people together to produce really exciting work that I think is going to have some serious impact in the community. I am, oh, there it is now. So I'm not sure if that's going to stay there or whether or not you can, you know, you can actually um, get to that piece of information, but we will post it on our socials anyway. So um, as you're watching this on the Neighbourhood House uh, Facebook page for Brimbank City Council, we'll also, we'll post it elsewhere as well so that people can access that. Let's leave it now. It's five to nine. We've had a massive conversation with seeing the film one more time. Um, so we can all go off into the rest of our evenings watching those dynamic performances of the mothers, the mothers that are here with us this evening. Thanks, everybody. This place has been kinder to me than the world has. Don't judge me, please. 
And here is my oasis of peace in the midst of the chaotic desert that surrounds me. This is the only establishment to offer us a seat at the table. I sit down, roll the dice to reverse the bad hand I was dealt in life. I spin the wheel in hopes of brightening my future. This machine gives me a chance I wasn't afforded. This machine gives me hope. This machine truly gives me hope. Without pokey machines or a booth, gambling has found its way into the lives of the youth. It's just as addictive as anything they do. It's just as addictive as the games they play. It's just as addictive as the sports they watch. It's creeping in. It's creeping in. Hey, yo! Hey, you know, that's not the best way to invest in yourself, bro. Beautiful lights, soothing music, relaxing fragrances. It's all inviting. But now I see it's all a trap. The thrill, the way time stands still, it's all a trap. I'm ashamed of how unashamed I've become. Spent all my money, forgot all my responsibilities, and I've been here for countless hours. This isn't an oasis. It's a mirage that reels you into self-destruction. Community, community, community. This is my greatest wealth. My sisters, my rock, my community. Thank you for helping me. Community, community.